Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time to roll with the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Scott with you this morning. Heading into the morning chores again. Here we go. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you. And that means you want to use Christensen Sales in Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford, Wisconsin. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. And let's have a look at those morning markets on the cash livestock side of things. Fed beef steers are at 98 to 104 and a half with mixed 71 to 97 and a half. Fed beef heifers at 97 to 103 and a quarter with mixed 88 to 97. Fed Holstein steers are at 86 to 93. Select and choice, 70 to 85. Cows are at 41 to 57. With the top selling 60 to 75. Bulls are at 67 to 96. On the hog side, butcher hogs are 25 and down. With sows, 13 to 16. And boars, 5 and down. New crop and old crop market lambs are at $1 to $1.23 and a half. And feeder lambs are at 105 to 180. On the livestock futures... Live cattle for August are at 107.60, that's up 55 cents. October 110.22, up 7. December 112.82, steady. And February 115.85, also unchanged. Feeder cattle for August are at 143.92, down 102. September 146.57, down 80 cents. October 147.42 down $1.05 and November 147.82 down 95 cents. Lean hogs for August are at 53.82 up 12. October 53.02 up 67. December 54.62 up 27. And February 61.90 up 42. Looking at the dairy markets. Barrels of cheese ended the week Friday at a dollar and a half. That was steady. 40-pound blocks were up 12 at 182. And US great double A butter slash refuges. At 148 and a half was up Rough three and a hands, half. Dirty boots and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Welcome back. It's a Monday morning. Here we are, the 17th day of August, and it looks like it's going to be a comfortable week as far as weather is concerned. I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee. Thanks so much for joining us. Sunshine on the way today. 80 are expected. High Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, has weather details. He'll be joining us in about 15 minutes. 
A couple different things that we want to bring to your attention today. First of all, we want you to know that the folks in Washera County have come up with a very special virtual live auction that's going to allow you to fill your freezer with uh, beef, pork, and lamb. We're going to talk a little bit more about the details on that. If you don't uh, want to stick around, go to MidwestFarmReport.com. I've got them up now. Also up before 6 o'clock. The time is running out for you to apply for the Wisconsin Farm Support Program. I talked with Peter Barca, the secretary of the Wisconsin Department of Revenue, about how things are coming this time around, and we're going to speak with him after 5.30. And also up before 6 o'clock, last week was the Wisconsin Livestock Expo, a chance for kids to show animals that would have otherwise been at the Wisconsin State Fair. But you know what? There are vendors not connected with food that are missing the Wisconsin State Fair as well like our sheep and wool folks. Carol Black from Columbus going to tell us more about their new online virtual shop that allows you to connect with those artisans that you would have otherwise seen at the Wisconsin State Fair. So we've got a lot to try to get in the next 50 minutes or so. Grab a cup of coffee and hang on. With Johnson Tractor's brand new Case IH online parts store, you can order from your computer or your mobile device. Sign up for an account with Johnson Tractor and get free shipping on your first order. Johnson Tractor's Case IH online parts store is open for business 24-7, 365 days a year. Just log on at johnsontractor.com and click on the online parts store tab. Visit the brand new Case IH online parts store at johnsontractor.com. Johnson Tractor from land to lawn. Well, so far, a lot of our crop progress reports or even just a drive through the countryside will show you that our corn crop is looking very good this year. From the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse, I'm Caitlin Riley. And Josh had an opportunity to check in not only with our corn growers on the local level, but also how we look on the national landscape. Yeah, that's right, Caitlin. Fabulous farm bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. We're just down the road. The president of the Wisconsin Corn Growers, Doug Rebout, has been staying connected not only with what's happening with his uh, fellow farm fields in Wisconsin, his fellow corn growers. Uh, he's also been working very hard to try to stay connected with what's happening on the national scene. You know, normally spring and fall, we have a lot of different fly-ins or a lot of different meetings out in Washington, D.C. that bring farmers face-to-face with their elected officials. Well, COVID-19 has definitely changed that. But Doug Rebout says he has been very diligent trying to make sure that he's still using emails, phone calls, and even virtual conversations to keep those policymakers in Washington, D.C. updated on the concerns that farmers have, be it about the crops or be it about how their farms withstanding COVID-19. He said the good news about 2020 so far is the crops do look good. Uh, down here in Chainsville, the corn is looking excellent. We've been getting beautiful rains. Uh, they look like they're farming nice years. It looks like it's going to be a really good year. That's what I was hoping you'd say because I watch the crop progress report every single day and I look out my window when I'm driving home from work. But it's best to always ask a grower. So, Doug, in your position, you're talking with corn growers all over the state. Does it seem like one region is doing better than the other? Uh, pretty much everyone I've talked to is doing you know, good all around the state. Um, from different people I've talked to down here in the South central part of the state, uh, it is looking a little better, but overall it's looking pretty good all across the state. You know, there's little pockets that may not be 
looking so good, but overall it's looking really good. Okay, we're getting there. We're getting through the summer, but we're not completely done yet, so I don't want to let off the gas just at this exact moment. But, Doug, as, as weather begins to play more of a factor, what's going through your mind? Well, same thing as every year. You know, hope, hopefully we keep getting those timely rains as those ears are forming and filling out and everything. And then next thing, it's one of those good problems to have is, you know, where are we going to go with the corn this year? Um, with the leftovers from last year and the ethanol plants, you know, slowing down because of the COVID, you know, there's the excess corn out there. So we're hoping if we have this really good year like it's looking, um, where is there going to be room to take it and store it? Good segue, because I'd like to ask you about some of the biggest issues that are facing Wisconsin corn growers at this point in time. Well, I mean, it's the same issues as always, you know, trade and everything. But like I said, with the uh, COVID this year, um, the ethanol plants were down and, you know, farmers all around are kind of looking and wondering, you know, what's going on. So that's a big issue. That's not a legislative issue, but that's a big issue with the farmers. And so that kind of leads back to trade going, okay, we need to... You know, really hope that these countries that we have some trade deals with start taking corn. And uh, so we can, like I said, we can make room for it. So we really need to work on trade and um, getting the corn moving. As far as the association goes, what are the policy initiatives that you guys have been really focused on at the corn growers? Well, trade is always one of our number one things uh, that we're always focusing on. Trade, infrastructure, you know, we're always working with the um, with our elected officials on from Washington, D.C., on the locks and dams on the Mississippi River because, you know, we're getting products in and out for us. That Mississippi River is so important to us, and the locks and dams are so outdated that we need to improve those. And so – and. If we, the more stuff we can send up and down the river, the more it helps our roads here in the state, too, because we won't have as many trucks on the roads. So it's not just a river issue. It is also a road issue for us. And then, you know, just like anything, we're looking at, you know, our clean water, our climate change, and everything else. But like I said, right now, Trade and infrastructure are two of our big ones right now. Doug Rebout, the president of the Wisconsin Corn Growers Association, is on the phone with us right now. Doug, I'm curious what it's like to run a commodity group as such in the midst of a pandemic, like keeping people engaged. It's It's got to be semi-difficult. Well, with corn, you know, it's, corn isn't like a dairy thing where it's, you know, you have to deal with it right now. Um, corn is something that, you know, if you really deal with it in the fall is, you know, your big time that you're worrying about, worrying about you know, what's going on. Um, but from the association side, it's something that we're looking at all the stuff all year. And so it's, it's a little different. Um, a lot more meetings with our elected officials from Washington, D.C., figuring out what's going on. But other than that, there hasn't been a whole lot of difference from the association side for me. I'll be, I'll be honest with that.
As always, I admire the honesty. I was just curious because with some of the groups, uh, there's checkoff dollars at stake, and the checkoff is not bringing in as much money. So, okay, well, thank you for that. And then you mentioned leaders in Washington. Uh, I heard rumors of a virtual fly-in. Yeah, every year um, the Wisconsin corn growers, we usually take two trips out to Washington, D.C. We had one in March just as everything was happening the day we left was the day that uh, they were shutting down out there, so we just got that one in in time. But then we also have one usually in July that we weren't able to have this year where we go out and it's our national meetings, so we do that, and then we go up on the hill and visit our legislators. So with not being able to do that this year, and just like everything else, it turned to virtual and Zoom and all that, we're going we're going to be connecting with our legislators and doing it you know through zoom or whichever meeting thing we could go on at the time and so we can still have our visits with our legislatures we won't have that personal face-to-face but we still get to have those meetings and that's kind of what the world has become nowadays and so we're going to go and do what everyone else has been doing and keep doing those virtual meetings do you know a date for the virtual fly-in yet that's still in the works we haven't got all the details set up on that yet um so as soon as we know um we'll probably be letting a few other people know i'd be remiss if i didn't ask what it was like to go to washington dc on the very brink of the coronavirus pandemic really really taking off so like who, who did you meet with when that was all happening uh, it was good. When we're out there, we usually get to meet with pretty much every one of our elected officials. That We do go into every office, and um, majority of them we get to meet with our elected officials. Uh, if not, we're meeting with the staff, which meeting with the staff is just as important because they're the ones doing all that groundwork and, you know, finding everything out and then going and helping to advise the officials. So we know that that's just as important, but it, w- it was a little different this year because as we're out there and everyone's okay, you can't shake hands. Some offices you shake hands, some you fist bump, some you elbow bump. Um, but we were still able to sit down with them and talk about our issues and what's going on and what's important to us. And that's one thing I can say about um Wisconsin corn, and I've heard it from almost all the egg groups. When we go out there and talk with um, our legislators, that we are met with, you know, they treat us with respect, we treat them with respect, and we have really good relationships with everyone out there. Corn growers aside, for you personally, Doug, you had something really cool happen to you about a month, month and a half ago. You got appointed to the DAT cap board. So, what was your reaction to that? Uh, when I got the call and asked if um, I would come and fill that seat that was vacated, I I was a little surprised and I was very honored because to to be asked by the governor to fill a seat on the board, it's kind of you know it's kind of humbling for that. So, like I said, I was very honored, very humbled, and I hope I can just come in and you know do a good job. It's it's going to be a learning curve coming into it. But I, I've done that with other boards before, and I hope I can really add something to the board. There's not a doubt in my mind that you will. 
Doug Rebout, the president of the Wisconsin Corn Growers Association, also a corn grower in Janesville, Wisconsin. And as we just said, he has now been appointed to the board of the Wisconsin Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection, which is an enormous honor for Doug and the corn industry. More updates on your commodities and crop reports 24-7 at MidwestFarmReport.com. And for the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You work hard, and so does your equipment. Make sure it has the best products to keep it moving along this summer. From Blaine's Farm and Fleet, like Mystic JT8 Super Heavy Duty Oil, just $39.99 after $20 mail-in rebate. Rewards members pay $34.99. Save $80 on a Hobart 210 MIG welder, on sale $799.99. Move objects safely with an all-terrain hand truck with 12-inch wheels from Gleason, priced at $59.99. Pick up a gallon of Fast Orange Hand Cleaner. It's biodegradable, waterless, and petroleum solvent-free. On sale, $8.99. And save on adjustable DeWalt shop stools with or without casters. Your choice, $89.99. Plus, check out these great doorbuster values. A 5-gallon pail of Farm and Fleet 15W40 diesel oil, just $34.99. Take $3 off Farm and Fleet commercial batteries. And 50-pound bags of Farm and Fleet performance dog food or 40-pound bags of Farm and Fleet original cat food. Your choice, $19.99. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. A lot of folks around here are breathing easier because of Grace Home Respiratory. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory is a local company that puts customer service first. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory provides an array of medical equipment, services, and supplies to help their recovery and enhance their quality of life. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory has the experience and qualifications that exceed their expectations. So when you need home medical equipment and services, turn to Grace Home Respiratory not only for the equipment you need, but for their dedicated staff of respiratory therapists who are on call 24 hours a day. To find out more, call Grace Home Respiratory at 715-832-7377 or online at ghr-ec.com. Grace Home Respiratory hopes for you health and safety in this uncertain time with the COVID-19 pandemic. At Grace Home Respiratory, they know we will get through this together. Reliable, affordable, and local. That's what you want in a propane provider. Make the switch to ProVision Partners Cenex Propane. They handle your residential, commercial, and agricultural needs. With over 50 years of experience, you know you can trust ProVision Partners Cenex Propane. 24-hour emergency services because ProVision Partners Cenex Propane knows when you need fuel, you need it now. Make the switch today and get 50 gallons free. Call them at 1-800-944-1784 or check them out at ProVisionPartners.coop. Some restrictions may apply. Call for details. Hello again, this is Jody from Northside Elevator in Loyal. Every dairy farmer wants more milk, improved pregnancy rates, or better overall performance. But without data, a lot of consulting turns to speculation that may not be true or accurate. Our Northside Dairy Dashboard leverages your farm's data to help tell the full story. From forage management to facilities and water quality, it all matters. Don't risk dairy consulting advice without the power of the Northside Dairy Dashboard. Learn more at northsideelevator.com. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you're not alone. Call the 24-hour helpline at 877-MAD-HELP 
or visit mad.org. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. dry skin is a struggle. Turns out, my body wash was the problem. So I tried new Olay skincare-inspired body wash with vitamin C, collagen, and hyaluronic acid, which improves skin three times better versus the leading body wash after 14 days based on clinical moisture retention. And now helps stop dry skin before it starts with new Olay rinse-off body conditioner. Find new Olay skincare-inspired body wash online or in stores. Try Olay Body today. And now a game of Commercial Chicken, brought to you by Progressive, where we see how long Flo can go without talking about insurance. Ready? Go. So the the weather is just all over the place lately, right? One day it's hot, and the next day it's, uh, it's windy for a while. It's like, make up your mind already. Drivers who switch to Progressive can save big. Okay, you win. We can't help but save customers money. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pam Yonke in her suburban truck across Wisconsin. Thanks to Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the original, authentic, still family-owned since 1965. And by your dairy farmers of Wisconsin. Dairy farmers of Wisconsin exist to be a tireless advocate, marketer, and promoter for Wisconsin dairy farmers by growing demand for their dairy products. Keep up with Pam on social media, Fabulous Farm Bay on Facebook and Twitter, and at MidwestFarmReport.com. All righty, 523. Stu, I think everybody's hanging on your forecast because you mentioned rain. Man, that Wyacena, Dalton, Partyville area, it's getting crispy and they're not alone. No, they're not alone. Uh, I think rain almost anywhere about now would be a good thing. You may have had a sprinkle this morning, but that's the end of the line. In fact, as high pressure settles in today, look for mostly sunny skies. And for a lot of us, we'll be around 80 or the very upper 70s. You know, 82 could be a warm spot. Winds gradually become northwest today about 5 to 10. We stay clear overnight in the mid-50s. The north winds at 5 to 10. Sunny Tuesday, upper 70s, under 80. The north winds ought to be about 5. And mostly sunny on Wednesday in the low 80s as winds gradually become southwest about 5. I mentioned that small rain chance Wednesday night, Eau Claire. Maybe late Thursday or into Friday, then Eau Claire, Fond du Lac, Mauston. And toward the weekend, at least some chance exists. So plan accordingly, Pam. But I, even then, don't expect it to be a lot of rainfall. But there will be at least a chance around here, especially to wrap up the week. All right. Good deal. Thanks, buddy. We'll catch you tomorrow. We'll do it. See you then. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, with the weather details you're looking for to start you off uh, as far as conditions are concerned. Good morning, Eau Claire. You're cloudy, currently sitting at 64 degrees. La Crosse, cloudy and 64. Mauston, cloudy and 64. Fond du Lac, clear skies, 59 degrees. Beaver Dam is clear and 59 at the airport in Madison. Partly cloudy skies, 63 degrees. Hey, one story you can see at MidwestFarmReport.com. College of Ag and Life Sciences has announced their 2020 Honorary Recognition Award winners, their Distinguished Service Award winner, and two alumni that will be recognized. Now, this year, because of COVID-19, nothing face-to-face, but instead the 2020 honorees will be recognized October of 2021. 
all the details on who are picking up those honors and their biographies at MidwestFarmReport.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Smith Funeral Chapel. SmithFuneralChapelEC.com. Kirk Group is stable, growing, and hiring. They're adding to their team of welders, fabricators, powder, and warehouse members. Join them on Wednesday, August 19th for the Kirk Group Career Fair from 1 to 7 p.m. On-site interviews, plant tours, raffle giveaways, and more. Depending on shift position, you could earn between $16 to $23 an hour. And of course, they're following all COVID-19 mandates for your safety. Protected conversations, temperature check-in, and masks to be worn at all times. Don't wait. Wednesday, August 19th, the Kurt Group Career Fair, 6208 Industrial Drive, Eau Claire. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Scott back with you here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, the other day we were talking about some of the... Making safety a priority on the farm is an everyday decision. (laughs) We buckle up when we get behind the wheel. We cook our food to a safe temperature, and we have a plan when the unexpected happens. Farm safety should be no different. Our team at Ag Country Farm Credit Services reminds you to look twice when moving large equipment and think twice before entering that grain bin and use every resource you have to stay safe out there. At Ag Country, our focus is you, your safety, and your success. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Scott back with you here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. This time I promise I'm here with you. And uh, as I was saying before, we talked last week a little bit about some of the sesquicentennial and centennial farms being recognized at the what would be the normal state fair. And I'm going to... Uh, List a couple more of those today and tell you some more of those. From Jackson County, it's the Emil Giese family, and uh, that's at Alma Center, and Mary and Michael Giese and Leslie Gunderson of Fairchild. The Giese's all from Alma Center and Leslie Gunderson from Fairchild. From Juneau County, we have Linda and, and Thomas Barrett from Camp Douglas, Robert and Randy Delmore from Linden Stations, and Mary and Randy Hauser, Richard Hauser of Elroy from La Crosse County, Mary and Louise or Mary Louise and Reuben Starch from Coon Valley. And from Marathon County, we have Susan and Arnold Miller of Mosinee, George R. Schmidt of Stratford, Dorothy and Wallace Sprout of Abbotsford, and Barbara and Charles Wellner, also of Abbotsford. And from Marquette County, we have Josh Sherbert of Endeavor. Hey, we're going to be hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock in a moment. You need reliable insurance, so trust United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford. They provided high-quality home and farm protection for north-central Wisconsin since 1878. They strive to be the company of choice for you. United Mutual Insurance Company provides homeowners, dwelling fire, farm owners, mobile homeowners, renters, umbrella liability, and small business insurance. Feel confident and secure in your choice of insurance. With United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford, call them for a quote, 715-748-60. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 28 minutes 
after five here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. We have Rocky on from over at Premier Livestock at Thorpe. Rocky, did you sell any horses to Bob Bosold during that great sale the other day? You know, I seen him kind of wiggling and scratching around and jerking around. I mean, he was ready to go. Hey, any twitch? Any twitch yeah, in the bit. auction barn? A little bit. It was close. A couple times we almost had him in. <laughs> I, I told him to buy one for my wife, so but he didn't. So that's that's okay too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, he was. Uh, that was quite. A, that was quite a sale there. Oh, this, uh, look, Saturday. Uh, just looking at the pictures, that there's some nice looking critters there. Yeah. No, it was pretty exciting. Absolutely. So tell us what's going on this week in the sale barn, Rocky. Uh, thank you, Scott. Good morning, everyone. This is how last week's auction shaped up here at Premier Livestock. Uh, we call all markets fairly steady here last week. High choice and prime Holstein steers showed 87 to 96. Low choice and selects 80 to 86. Choice beef steers and heifers 92 to a dollar two. Market cows sold steady, mostly 50 to 62, with those high yielding cows from 63 all the way up to 73. Market bulls high yielding, mostly from 81 to a dollar two. Low yielding and light weight bulls below 80. Organic market cows sold every Monday, mostly 70 to 90. Low yielding, chelly, and lightweight below 69. Newborn Holstein bull calves mostly 80 to 165 per head. Your beef calves 100 to 275. Holstein heifer calves 20 to 75. Top dairy cows sold on Wednesday uh, were from 16 to 2150. Uh, most of the spring and heifers 11 to 1500. Special riding horse auction we talked about at the top Saturday we saw 135 trail horses, uh, very, very strong demand, right from the crowd in person to a large online bidding crowd. Uh, most horses brought 2,000 to 7,500. Uh, we averaged over 3,000 on 135 of them. This week at Premier Tuesday, uh, special feeder cattle auction, bred beef cow, cow-calf pair, and beef breeding bull auction. Uh, do start that auction at 11 with the bread stock cows. If you're bringing st- bread stock cows, they can come in today, Monday, or need to be in by 9 o'clock a.m. for preg checks. We're expecting five to 600 head. Uh, nice run of feeder cattle. Also, two small beef herd dispersals. Wednesday, dairy cattle auction. Uh, we're featuring a complete herd of 90 high-quality Holstein dairy cows parlor freestall. Here's a nice load of 14 fresh two-year-olds parlor freestall from Utterful Dairy. Uh, we got a nice tie stall herd. Uh, they're all going to be registered. Holstein and Red Holstein, some very nice cows in that herd, uh, plus uh, many other spring and heifers and other registered consignments. Then Friday, uh, we're going to have our special dairy heifer auction. Just comes around once a month. Uh, if you guys are looking to buy or sell dairy heifers, it'd be an excellent sale for that. We're expecting four to five hundred head. Full details. Uh, check our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com, or you can give us a call with any questions uh, at Premier seven one five two two nine twenty five hundred. And do note, uh, I know it's a little ways out, but want to make sure plans October 9th, We're going to have another machinery uh, farm item auction coming up October 9th. We are taking consignments daily for that. Any questions, like I said, give us a call. So that's the way it's shaped up there, Scott. Hey, it sounds like a good weekend starting with the horses and uh, great cattle sales coming up this week again. And, boy, another machinery auction. It's always fun to have that iron around, isn't it? Yep, you betcha. You bet. It's like... uh, a kid's paradise, an old kid's paradise. It's, it's, it's a man's mall. And <laughs> yeah. women, women, too. Women, too. Women, too. That's right. We Don't to leave them that. out. So yeah. They're important. All right. We'll talk so, to you soon, Rocky. Hey, thank you. That's Rocky over at Premier Livestock at Withy.
And let's have a look at some of the local and state news. No mesh masks, no masks with vents, and no bandanas, and no face shields. That's Eau Claire County School Board considering setting officially an adoption of a mask policy tonight. The idea, board members said, is to make uh, sure that students and teachers wear appropriate and effective masks when they go back to school. Paper masks, cloth masks, gator masks, and disposable masks all might be fine. This is the first day of practice for some high school athletes in Wisconsin. The WIAA said students who are in low-risk sports, such as cross-country, girls' tennis, girls' golf, and girls' swimming, can begin practice today. Students who are in higher-risk sports, such as football, soccer, and volleyball, have to wait until September 7th to start practicing. The idea is to try to protect the students from the coronavirus pandemic. The start of high school sports come just a few days after the WIAA approved changes to the fall sports schedule to allow more games and more playing time. Parts of downtown Milwaukee are eerily quiet and empty right now, but today's the first day of Milwaukee's Democratic National Convention, but almost nobody is attending. Earlier this year, planners were expecting up to 50,000 people in the city. Now the crowd is expected in, well, the hundreds. The Wisconsin Center will serve as the online convention hubs. There are a few uh, Democratic delegates who will be in Milwaukee. And you knew some fans were going to show up for training camp at Lambeau Field. The Packers opened camp Saturday, and a few fans made a trek to see what they could. Usually the opening of camp meant thousands of people, celebrations, traditions, packed bars and restaurants. But this year, because of the coronavirus, few people showed up, and Green Bay was mostly closed. Fans won't get a chance to see the Packers in person at Lambeau until at least November. And boy, what a what a stash old Aaron Rodgers showed up with. And it feels like football season coming on. There's something in the air, and something in the air might make it a little comfortable this week. And I'm happy to hear that Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13 might be able to fill us in a little bit more about if that's the truth. Yeah, it looks like uh, pretty nice weather uh, for the uh, upcoming week. Uh, we're starting off pretty nice. We had a little bit of a shower move through overnight. Only five one hundredths uh, officially in Eau Claire, but this is all due to a weak uh, storm system that passed through overnight, and behind it we'll have high pressure building in. This is coming in from the northwest, so it should be a nice afternoon. A little bit breezy as that northwest wind kicks in, but we should turn mostly sunny as we get up to a 76. A cool night tonight as we'll see those skies be mostly clear. Temperature down to 51, mostly sunny and warm. warmer tomorrow, high of 79. Partly cloudy skies, 82 on Wednesday. Looking like a pretty dry forecast for most of this week. Thursday, partly cloudy, high of 84. Right now in Eau Claire with the clouds, 64 degrees. I'm Sky Warren 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Oh, I like this time of year, Kelly. The time of year coming. Yeah, you can definitely tell the sun angle is starting to drop on the horizon. So right. we're getting close to fall here. Yep, and I'm okay with that. All right. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Kelly. Sounds good. That's Kelly Slifko over at Skywarren 13. Brought to you by United Mutual. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. As we head around the corner and turn the bend to come back down the alley here at the Midwest Farm Report at Wax 104.5. Let's go to some more markets. 
going Poquette, over to the Donald Equity Sale Barn. Your local legal team wishes you a great summer. They extend a warm welcome to their newest attorney, Melissa Emerson. Ron, Sarah, Sam, and Melissa have deep roots in the Chippewa Valley. Their connections in this community and over 75 years of legal experience is why you should contact Poquette, Donnellan, and Schleywitz Law first for all of your legal needs. They are a client-centered general practice firm handling multiple areas of law and care about this community. Visit your local legal team at PoquetteLaw.com for all of your legal needs. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's go over to the Equity Sales Barn at El Tuna and hear the latest from Mark Coger, and then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Barn. In the Fed Cattle Division, high yielding choice of prime Holstein steers, 87 to 91. Choice Holstein steers, 82 to 86. With your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 82 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows here on Thursday selling from 58 to 63. We topped at 64.50. 60% of the cows selling from 44 to 58. With 20% of the cows selling 44 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday selling from 80 to 95. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves on Thursday selling from $50 to $120 per head with the light, poor quality calves selling below. Your fancy beef calves selling from $75 to $180 per head. Now, this is Mark Coger from Equidale to an Option Market. Have a great day. All right. Thank you, Mark. And we have Jerry Fitzgerald on over at the Stratford Equity Barn. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Scott, and a good morning to you. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, but uh, kind of hard to get out of bed on a nice morning like uh, this. Isn't it? It's really comfortable. And But I think of my dad when, uh, on a morning like that. And, well, I drag out because, yeah, it was going to be trouble if I didn't drag out of bed when I was a kid. So, <laughs> you know the feeling. It's a nice morning to be up and doing chores. Nice, pleasant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, eating absolutely. cattle, whatever you guys are doing this morning. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got a busy nice. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice period of weather coming up, too, so. Yeah, good thing, because you, you're you going to be moving a lot of cattle this week. Yes, we got a busy week coming here at Equity Stratford. Scott, I'll tell the folks about it. I thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And this will be the uh, sales schedule this week here at Equity Stratford. Of course, a full marketing week on tap, and we get underway here Monday morning here, uh, starting right this morning with market cows. We also sell fat cattle here on Monday morning. Also, market bulls, baby calves today, around that 11, 11.30 hour. Tomorrow, Tuesday, a very busy day. Tomorrow here in Stratford, we get underway tomorrow uh, at 10 o'clock with the hay auction. And again, we'll have a nice selection of hay for you folks tomorrow. That will be at 10 o'clock. 11 o'clock, we've got a very nice big dairy sale for you folks tomorrow. Uh, no matter what you're looking for, we're going to be having it tomorrow, including a complete herd dispersal of 30 red and white Holstein milk cows. There's going to be some fleck fee in this herd, on Swiss, Jersey. Uh, a lot of these cows are close springers. Also, eight spring and heifers in this herd. Very nice herd of cows. A lot of potential. Also, uh, we do have another consignment of 14 Holstein heifers uh, from the Rib Lake area. They're going to be about from 300 all the way up to shortbreds. And then we have a very fancy complete heifer dispersal. 46 all-registered Holstein heifers. Uh, they're going to be, again, ranging from about 250, 300, all the way up to the Springers. Again, as I mentioned, these are going to be all-registered. The owner has dispersed his herd. The milking cows have been sold, so now he will be selling all his heifers tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, here at Equity Stratford. And that dairy sale will get underway tomorrow at 11 o'clock. 
Moving ahead into Wednesday, of course, on Wednesday we start at 10 o'clock with the market cattle, and we do have the feeder sale at noon on Wednesday, but also on Wednesday, a very special item for you folks in the sheep business. We do have a one-owner dispersal of around 100 ewes. Most of these are going to be two-year-olds. There will be some more mature breeding ewes also in that consignment. So if you folks are looking for some top-quality ewes to add to your herd, uh, that will be Wednesday here in Stratford. They, that sale will be approximately 11 o'clock for those sheep. So if you want some more information, give us a call at 715-687-4101. And, of course, our Thursday auction does start at 11 with market cattle and calves. So, folks, a very busy week here on TAP at Equity Stratford. All this information, of course, is on our website. Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page. And as I mentioned, you can give us a buzz. And, Scott, we'll be back here uh, tomorrow morning to update today's market activity and uh, kind of see how things are going to be shaping out this week. But, uh, well, a lot of, I was looking at, uh, oh, there was a program the other day. I was off, uh, of course, we got a huge country, but, you know, uh, southern United States, a lot of the corn has already been taken off. It's happening, isn't it? It's it's really yeah. happening. It's so sad down in I over in Iowa, uh, oh, that- went on there but with the storm. But overall, oh, my, this crop this year. You know, prices might not be that great, but it's looking good, isn't it, Jerry? Yeah, it is, and the sweet corn even tastes good this year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the sweet corn! The sweet corn tastes good every year, and I yep. have I have quite a pile of it, and uh, I'm going to be processing it as we go here to get some frozen. So, oh, I say, do you have a little roadside stand? You know, make a few extra dollars. You know, something to keep your wife busy, or well, that's been known to happen both in both situations and uh, oh she's plenty busy without me and i just kind of add to the stress a little bit so uh someday if you see a sweet corn uh, an ear of sweet corn stuck in my ear you'll know that i push the matter a little too hard in the house oh well one thing about it though i mean you can uh things get a little bit too difficult you can kind of what do you leave about three o'clock in the morning so you know <laughs> yep <laughs> so anyway on that note we'll talk to you tomorrow jerry Todd, you have a very nice day, and thank you much. <laughs> All right. Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. The simple click of a seatbelt can mean the difference between life and death. But don't just take it from me. As a nurse for the last 34 years, I've seen way too many people seriously hurt in crashes because they weren't wearing a seatbelt. Please protect yourself. Spare your family and emergency responders from needless trauma. Buckle up. Every seat, every trip, every time. A life-saving message sponsored by the U.S. and Wisconsin DOTs. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation have been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. At 17 minutes before 6 here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report, we have Michelle on from Terrine Livestock over at Thorpe. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Scott. Michelle, we have well established that you're quite the Packers fan. And, of course, mm-hmm. camp opened yesterday. Did you get a mm-hmm. look at your your hero, Aaron Rodgers' mustache this uh, year? Oh, Lord. Full Fu Manchu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I could. One of those that you just want to take a pair of uh, a pair of shears and just go zoom, zoom on each side. 
Oh, my Atlanta. He does. I think every year. He does that kind of every year. He's there, he has an ugly mustache or a big beard. So Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, <sighs> somebody said, not that I would know, but somebody said it's like uh, out of a 70s porn movie or something like that, that mustache. Yeah. So not that I oh, would know Atlanta. or that you would know, of course. But... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, but anyway, it's fun. And uh, you mm-hmm. got to admit the guy has a quick sense of humor in one way, and that mustache is kind yes. of part of it. A little bit quirky, but that's okay. That's right. As long as you throw touchdown passes and not too many interceptions. And talking about touchdowns, let's uh, see what the score is this week at uh, over at your shop there at Tureen Lifestyle. I'll, I'll tell you all about it. Thank you. Summing up the week of August t- August 10th at Tureen Lifestyle Market in the Slaughter Market for the week, we tapped at 70 and a half. 80% of the cows slip from 50 and above. Market cows are 63 to 70, low-yielding cows 50 to 62, thin and weak cows 49 and down. And the wholesale steer market choice, 84 to 93, select for 80 and down. For B-type steers and heifers choice, 87 to 97, select for 86 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 80 to 93 with the utilities of 76 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality hosting bull calves from 70 to $160 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Hosting heifer calves were $25 to $75 per head. Beef calves, $80 to $325 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butchers. Sows were 17 to 22. Boars were 9 and down. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market. That's 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. Follow us at Turin Livestock, your family owned in upper market. Have a great day. You know, I got a fake mustache kit a couple years ago, and uh, my wife made me put it away in a hurry. It had all different kinds of fake Uh-oh. mustaches. And, yeah, she said, uh, uh, yeah, no, no, we'll just some, go away with it. Some people can, some people, is, if they shaved it off, it, they would not look normal. But some people just <laughs> should never have one on. <laughs> That's what I've been told. There. That's what I've been told. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, we'll catch up with you again tomorrow. Sounds good. Take care. That's Michelle over at Tureen Livestock at Thorpe. Hey, and uh, hey, we talk about hay here every now and again, and we're going to talk about it some more today because Bob caught up with UW-Madison forage specialist emeritus Dan Undersander, and when we talk about hay, we talk about storing hay quite a lot. Way over the years, that sure changed in my life already and uh, the different uh, cycles we've gone through and different uh, management styles we've gone through where hay storage is concerned. Well, Dan's going to talk about that right now. Haymaking has been kind of fun. The weather's been good. There's a lot of hay out there for the most part, but do we have too much for our normal storage areas? We're going to talk about that with Dr. Dan Undersander this morning on our next Girl Alfalfa Update program. And, uh, Dan, what about that? I guess if you don't store it right, you're going to lose it, and it's not going to be the quality that you put up. That's exactly right, Bob. If we leave uh, either round or square bales uh, in contact with the ground, they tend to pick up water from the soil like a sponge does and mold. And it's 
not unusual to see 30, maybe as much as a 40% loss of bales stacked on the ground. So while we have good tonnage available at this point, it really behooves us to try to preserve that forage for a time when we might need it or the potential of selling it. Uh, Do remember that not only does the hay spoil and lose its quality, but trying to have animals eat that hay will reduce their intake and and then their performance in terms of weight gain or or even health on those bales, depending on the mold that uh, occurs in the spoiling hay. The round bales are beneficial uh, because obviously they are some resistant to moisture from rain, particularly if they're net wrapped, but the important thing is to get the bales off the ground. There are pallets around that you can put them on. Some people put them on boards. A sand bed is okay. An old uh, cow yard that isn't used anymore with a concrete floor. Uh, Any of these places to break the contact of the bale with the soil. Some people have put the bales on old tires. You know, it doesn't make any difference. It can be as little as a tenth of an inch that the hay is off the ground as long as it's not actually touching the soil and able to soak the moisture up through capillary action of that uh, hay. So think now about how nice those bales look, how good that hay is, and then uh, visualize some of the pictures we've seen a lot of places towards spring of uh, moldy piles of hay. Uh, where essentially all the effort that you put into making that hay, the labor, the fuel, the plastic, and so on is lost because we didn't keep the bales off the ground. If you're going to make it, and there's a lot of hay to make this year, and it's good quality, store it right so it's going to feed out the way you want it to. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist with us this morning on our next Girl Alfalfa Update program. Boy, always some good information from Dan when he gets together with Bob. It's always interesting. Hey, let's have a look at the morning markets. Corn opened the morning with a, for December at 328. That was up three. December oats at 258 are up two. Soybeans for November at 908, up nine. Soybean meal for October at $296.50 a ton is up $2.40. And December wheat is at five fifteen. That's up five. Those country elevator prices: corn at the countryside co-op elevators in Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo is at two eighty-two. And soybeans at those locations are at eight fifty-seven. At Stevens Point, soybeans are at eight thirty-eight. At Elk Mound, corn two eighty-six, beans eight fifty-eight. Sparta has corn at two eighty-one and beans at eight fifty-one. Ellsworth has corn at 274 and beans at 857. At the ethanol plants, Boyceville has corn at 301, Stanley 293, and New Richmond 283. On the dairy side of things, barrels of cheese ended the week Friday unchanged at 150. 40 pound blocks were up 12 at $1.82, and grade AA butter was up 3.5 at 148.5. On the class 3 milk futures, August is at 1989, up 11. September, 1688, up 29. October, 1736, up 19. And November, 1729, up 29. And those prices are up through June.
When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on Energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. We sell it, we service it. Shop from home at amundsensupplyance.com. Agriculture, it's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 64 degrees as we hit the milk coast with this morning's Midwest Farm Report at Wax 105. 104.5. La Crosse has 65. Marshville's at 61. Green Bay has 59. Rice Lake at 63. Wausau's at 56. Madison has 70. Milwaukee, 70. And up on Iman Ridge, my beautiful weather reporter there says it's 61 degrees. Today we're looking at a high of 76 with a low of 51. Tomorrow a high of 79 with a low of 58. And Wednesday a high of 82 with a low of 62. A relatively... Smooth and cooler, more dry week is expected with a mostly sunny sky forecast for today. And a quick look at a farm note here. Wisconsin's cranberry production is expected to be higher than the state's 2019 production. However, that production won't reach record levels because of production restrictions to control the possibilities for overproduction. State growers are expected to harvest about 5.6 million barrels of cranberries this fall, which is a 16% increase compared with the 2019 state production. Demands for cranberries have increased in part because more people have been eating at home, according to Tom Lochner of the Wisconsin State Cranberry Growers Association. The production will keep Wisconsin atop the nation in cranberry production, a place state growers have held for 26 years. Massachusetts is a second, uh, distant second in statewide production, forecast to harvest just over 2 million barrels. Applicants are being sought for the Wisconsin Farm to School Advisory Council. Nominations are open for three-year terms in seats representing farmers, child health organizations, or at large. The council meets quarterly. The application deadline is August 30th. Through the State Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, applications are available at the department's website. And the U.S. Department of Agriculture will be doing annual surveys of farmers, ranchers, and private forest land owners. USDA officials said the survey's intent is to help government officials understand what areas are doing well and what areas need improvement through the Farm Service Agency, the Natural Resource Conservation Service, and Risk Management Agency. The 20 question survey's responses are confidential and will be closed when a 30% response rate is received. 28,000 farmers are receiving that survey in the mail. Farmers also can visit the website farmers.gov slash survey to take the survey. Again, that's that website is farmers.gov slash survey. Well, that pretty much wraps it up for us here at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. We've hit the milk house. Time to clean those milking utensils. Hey, whatever you're doing out there today, do it carefully, would you? 